As it's another edition of our uh, Family Fitness and Fun podcast, um, I have a special guest on today, um, Jessica Merritt. She's the head volleyball coach at Riverside High School. Um, this is her first year coaching. Um, she is also the all-time leader in digs at IUP. Did I get that correct, Jess? I wish it was correct. I'm actually second, but oh, we can go first. I'll go, I'm good with that. Shoot. <laughs> I, know I, I know I just pissed you off right now. all right all right we're going with first that's cool i think it was like the barry bonds thing where that other person had some kind of cheating scandal so we're just going to put you ahead of that there's an asterisk next to it i'm not gonna lie i did look into it so i know the girl that holds first place and i was like you were you were like inside out scoring right like i looked into every <laughs> that doesn't surprise me one bit and um breaking news guys that's it uh, Jess Mayer has just overtaken the uh, first spot as all-time leader in digs. Okay, so that's breaking news on the podcast. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, what's cool is like this podcast is kind of like um, you know it's kind of just meant for like uh, a community thing around Lake County, um, getting to know business owners and um, you know some of the members at our gym and stuff. Just like hearing their stories and stuff is kind of cool. So, um, what's cool is I wanted to get you on just. Just because your first year as a as a head volleyball coach at, at a local high school is pretty cool, um, and then you also had a cool journey going through college and you know kind of playing at a high level, um, and then also you know I feel like we talked um, almost like every day when I was training you for what eight nine years, and then you know once once you were done playing we didn't get to really you know we don't get to connect a whole lot so it was just kind of cool. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit, but, um, so the first thing, um, I wanted to, you just kind of like introduce yourself, you know, where you went to high school, where you went to college. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Yep. So like Alex said, my name is Jess Merritt. Um, I did go to Riverside high school, so I went to Riverside. I graduated in 2015. Um, and then I went off to play college at, I call it IUP, but some people know that it's called Indiana University of Pennsylvania. So it's in PA in the city of Indiana. Um, and I played there for four years. And then once I graduated, I went into sales for a couple of years, which no longer doing. Um, it was a great job, though. I did enjoy it. Um, got the itch to get back into coaching. So once yeah. I started that, I decided to go back to school for teaching. So currently... Wrapping that up, I am student teaching at Riverside as well as coaching at Riverside. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Awesome. That's super cool. Um, yeah, and um, one one funny thing is that Jess went to IUP and I was training her. Uh, I'd never heard of that school. It's from Indiana, Pennsylvania. And then my turns out my father-in-law now actually lives in Indiana, Pennsylvania. It's the most random coincidence of all time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then what's your your dad always tells me what was it like uh John Stewart or something was from there or something? He like loves Oh yeah, you hit the um crosswalk. It's like, <laughs> like he's like the famous person that's from, a, from Indiana PA. Jimmy Stewart, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh cool. If he was it's a wonderful life or something. Yeah, that's right. You got it. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Um so uh real quick, you know, so you started playing high school and I don't know, I started training you around then, which is kind of funny because you, you were actually playing when I met you and I started training you and stuff like that. And now you're the head coach. So it's kind of funny. But um, 
you, so you played in college. I want to kind of know, and I, I can't remember going through this with you, but what was your like recruiting process like? Was that like super cool? I think it's like it's cool like to um, have people like interested in you like playing and stuff like that. So what was that like? Because uh, um, as a uh, minor league intramural player, I never had that opportunity. So. Yeah, I've always thought that, like, um, with the recruiting, like, you have to almost play travel because these scouts are going to come to this place in, like, Columbus, Ohio, where there's, like, 75 teams playing and there's each each team's got, like, five or six girls they want to look at or whatever, as opposed to, like, you know, high school where there might be one or two girls actually playing, you know. Is that kind of the case? Riverside play Lakeside or something in soccer. You know what I mean? They're not going <laughs> to. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Not worth the drive. No, that's cool. And I, you know what? Another thing I wanted to ask you, Jess, was uh, so, you know, you see like in football and stuff and, well, really any sport where like te- kids will get an offer from like maybe like a bigger school or um, a better school, like as far as their athletics. Um, and then they'll choose something, maybe even a D2 school like you did or um, maybe a school in the Mac or something. Um, is there a reason why maybe you go that, that route instead of going to the bigger school that, you know, the bigger, better program? Yeah, I think there's a couple different 
answers for this and everybody has probably their own reason, but I would say, um, you know, when I was going on the visits, I went on a couple visits to West Virginia and that was like one of the bigger schools that I was really, really getting looks from. Um, part of the reason was my dad was very into it. I mean, we went to the football game. They, t- they gave us tickets to the football game. My dad's like, no, we have to go. We have to go. <laughs> so keep sure. going on these visits. Um, I would say, you know, initially going on the visits, it was a lot of like, you're going to be traveling to Texas, so you're not going to be in your classes. You're going to have to watch your classes through video. You will never see High Street, um, which is the main street at West Virginia. You'll never do this. You'll live here. And it was very like, you know, you're going to college, but yet you have to do this, this, and this. It's like military. Um, which I, I wanted the experience of going to college, playing volleyball, and being a student. Yeah. Um, so I think that's one way to look at it. And then definitely, like, my main reason I would say was, you know, cool. I'm going to go and say I'm a Division One volleyball player, go to West Virginia, and maybe get in, you know, my sophomore, junior, senior year. Um, and how much of an impact would that be versus going to a Division Two school where I felt confident going in, like working hard that I could start my freshman year and really have an impact. Um, and a good experience at that school. So that's kind of where, I don't know, I I argue this all the time. People are like, oh, Division One. It's like, yeah, you say you went Division One, but did you did you play? Like, did you have an impact? Were you a captain? Like, there's just so much that goes into it. Mm-hmm. So definitely a couple of different ways to look at it. Yeah. No, and as I recall, uh, so when you first went to IEP, their program wasn't that great, right, volleyball? Not too bad. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, it was actually crazy. So my the coach that I was recruited by was her name's Alini. Um, she's now the head coach at Youngstown. She so she was the coach I believe for it was maybe three years before I got there, and I ended up getting a call like a month before going into school. It was on a Sunday from her, and I saw her name on a Sunday. I'm like, that's weird. Like she she never really called me. And she ended up saying she was leaving. So she was pregnant. She went to go coach at Hiram. So I was going in, recruited by a different coach. um, And Scott Pennywell ended up being there, um, which it worked out great. Uh, I was a little nervous going in, but it was was cool. I mean, he didn't know anything about any of the girls that were in the program. So it was kind of like a clean city going in as a freshman. Yeah. Um, But we did turn it around. So... My sophomore year, I think we were like 17 and 15. My junior year, we or freshman, that was sophomore year, we were like, I want to say 20 and 11. And then my junior year, we finished first in the conference. We didn't win the conference, um, but we were like 25 and 6. Um, and then senior year, went, went back down a little bit. So, like to focus on the junior year. And you, uh, it was, uh, you went to the NCAA tournament or something too? Wasn't that correct? Yeah, that was the first time our junior year that I yeah. made it to the NCAA tournament, I think since like 2004. So that was definitely big for us too. That's awesome. That was cool. Yeah, I do remember yeah. when that happened. Cool. That's awesome. Um, then how'd you kind of get into coaching? So like, um, <laughs> that was funny. You had that sales job for like two years. You were like 
you were like drinking martinis with the Wolf of Wall Street downtown, and then and then like now you're back in like the suburbs with like a white picket fence and. You know, Yeah, it sounds like you, um, like that. You needed probably a little bit of a break, maybe after uh, after your college career, because I mean, it was still like a job. I mean, you did you were practicing and playing a lot, and that too in college, you know. It's a competitive nature here. Yeah. So how's this first year going for you? So this is the first full year at uh, the Riverside, correct? And you were at North uh, last year, correct? Assistant coach? Yep. Yeah, yeah. so I assisted at VASA and then at North last year. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going good. It's it's funny. It's not a full-time job, but I it's it's a full-time job to mm-hmm. me. I feel like yeah. I come home, I mean, I have my staff sitting next to me right here <laughs> I would say overwhelmed because I've been in it and I've seen, you know, 
my friend Tam at North do it and I've seen and I've been around it, but definitely put more on your plate than I think with the first year, people don't expect you to do as much, but I've overloaded my plate um, in a good way though. So, but things are going good. We are currently 12 and seven. Um, we're third in the conference. And nice. going into the season, we thought it was going to be a rebuilding year. Yeah. Um, so surprised with ourselves. Awesome. No, that's good. Um, yeah. You know what's funny, Jess, is I was, I meant to tell you this. Um, so when I used to train you, um, or you'd show up like 25 minutes early. Like I know, like I would tell her, like if I had like something to do, I'd be like, yeah, come at like one thirty, even though I wanted her there at one, but I knew she would show up at one anyway. So, um, then I was, I had you on a podcast at like eight o'clock and then it popped up on my phone and said, Jess Mary has joined the room at like seven forty. I was like, or seven forty five. I'm like, Oh, that's should have, <laughs> it's been a while, but I should have just expected that. It's funny. But yeah, no, I know how you are though. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's good. Just be who you are. That's good. Um, all right. So, you know, it's obviously like a fitness podcast sort of. Um, so I wanted to chat about that. Um, so it's kind of funny because, you know, so when I started training, it was like your senior year or whatever. That was when we really kind of dove into it. Um, and I actually just wrote this article about, um, uh, how I like to use landmines a little bit more than like the, the big three, which is like back squat, deadlift and, um, bench. You know, obviously I use that a little bit, but I just remember when I first started training you, I put you on uh, the uh, the Texas method. I don't know if you remember that. I was like, all right, yeah, dude, whatever. Um, and all it was was I think we just deadlifted, back squatted, and bench press. Maybe was that it? Yeah, I mean, def- and I feel like you cleaned a lot too. But yeah, there was definitely a lot of squatting and a lot of deadlifts. It was like five sets of five on like Monday and then like, I don't know, we did, I don't even know what we did the rest of the week. And then I remember on Friday, then we'd like max out or something. <laughs> it was so dumb. Um, but I remember you, uh, you actually, I think you deadlifted, like you went from like 150 to like 225 or something like that. Yeah. No, it was a crazy, crazy jump. Yeah. And, um, so like, how did that, how do you feel like the strength conditioning, you think that like really helped you like performance wise, like when you were during your playing days, stuff like that? Yeah, so I actually, it's like a topic I talk about all the time. Um, And even, it's funny, so you look at high school kids now, and I think that this is like, people agree or might disagree, but you look at high school kids now, and even like you're saying, what we were doing then versus what kids are doing now. Yeah. It's like, it wasn't that long ago, but I mean, I went into college, and I was the only one that has lifted before, and that was a Division II volleyball program. Right. freshman year and my coach was like like I was teaching girls how to snatch or teach it like it was um whereas now I think it's a lot more like readily available like I think yeah. kids are doing it all the time um because it is essential like it's if I don't know I would say that you might not have the best softball player or the best volleyball player best football player but if they're in that weight room that's going to make them better at something. Like they're going, they might not be the most skilled player when it comes to a sport, but um, being in the weight room definitely helps. Um, but just like the time that I had with you, I was definitely a lot farther along than anyone I was playing with when it came to like strength and conditioning or speed. Um, so it definitely helped a lot. Yeah. Um, so I always looked at it like this too, like, um, I always want kids to know like it's more of like a supplemental piece 
You know what I mean? So like some kids get like fall in love with it and they're doing it way too much and it kind of hinders on like their sport. You know what I mean? So I always look at it like, you know, I mean, obviously I think, I think your senior year, we, we probably overdid it a little bit, but <laughs> you were coming in like five days a week, you know? Um, yeah. but you weren't playing a sport either, which is a little different. Yeah. Um, so how do you look at it as like a coach? Um, so you're coaching, um, you know, as high school girls, um, how do you kind of like look at that? as a whole, as part of the program and stuff like that. Do you think about that? Like, I know, I know Riverside's got a strength coach. So, um, is this something you chat about him or just let him take care of it? Or what, what, what's your philosophy on that? I think, so this kind of goes off of being a first year head coach. Like I had these big plans of how it's going to work. Yeah. Um, and it did like this summer was really good. So we, but what I think I've learned is as a coach, like, in a high school season, you're cramming so much in in such a little amount of time that I think it's the yeah. off-season or, like, the preseason that really matters mm-hmm. for lifting the strength conditioning. And then yeah. I was trying to continue, like, a maintenance phase yeah. during the season, which it just – we don't have time for it. Like, right. we don't have time um, to go into the gym for 30 minutes or even, a, you know, an hour or 30 minutes. Yep. Um, but I do, I would say that we still pull stuff like, you know, Riverside Volleyball, I love it. I was a part of this, but they used to run a mile or before every practice or like, you know, things that didn't benefit volleyball where I feel like we're changing that part of it Yeah. Um, and doing at least things that are going to translate to like to volleyball. Yeah. Um, so although right now in season we aren't in the weight room, we still are doing banded things or we stole the dynamic um, just so that it benefits what we're doing in the gym. But I, I would put a huge emphasis on that. Um, mostly, you know, postseason, preseason. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, yeah. I, I think it's, I think it is like, it's ambitious to like be like, Oh yeah, we're going to do an in-season thing. But then you, when the kids have school um, all day during the day and then they got homework and they, generally some of them have like other things they're doing too. And then you got practice. It's like almost impossible to squeeze, you know, it becomes, it becomes more of a logistics thing than like, you know, I want to want to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's definitely a logistics thing at this point. Just time in general. Did you have the girls do like anything? Um, like, so you said like the one, the one mile obviously wasn't your thing. Did you have them have to do anything or no? Like, yeah, so they had for tryouts, they had a tech, like they had a fitness test. Um, it was, so we did, I think it was um, dumbbell squats, and it was like max reps in a minute. So okay. this is like things that we've done all, all you know, preseason and stuff, but then when it came down to just the test, we did a minute of max um, dumbbell squats, a minute of push-ups, minutes of sit-ups, and then we did like a shuttle run. Um, and I would say... You know, we take stats during trials. We take stats of that fitness test. And it just is going to show, like, who showed up this summer. Yeah. Um, it's, like, the big thing. And just kind of, like, make a point that come next, you know, next preseason, that's important. Nice. Man, you're like a drill sergeant. What? Shut- you're like a drill sergeant. T- shuttle runs? No. <laughs> no, that's cool. You know, I like that, Jess, that um, you're, like, Cause I was, I always say like, I never want to do something just cause that's the way they've always done it. And like, they always just do a mile run cause that's just the way they've always done it. There's no, nobody's ever been like, Hey, maybe this is stupid. We should do something else. 
Um, so I like that you did that a little bit different. Um, I always thought I always thought of that like where they're like, I want you have to hit a mile under seven minutes. It just got them some motivation so that they weren't just sitting on the couch all summer. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's definitely like a better way to do it. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's a uh, that's a good way to do it. You know so. I mean, if they're showing up for lifting and stuff, they're obviously going to score higher on on your, uh, you know, drill sergeant test that you got them running. <laughs> it's funny because even in college, we did have a mile fitness, like we had to run a mile, and I do agree with that. Like I think just the like in your mind thinking, okay, I have to do this, I have to do this, so they are training. Um, but I just think the continuous throughout the season, like even when I was in high school, I had shin splints. Like there's, we're trying to limit the injuries. Yeah. There, you know? Yeah, it's a lot. They're doing they're doing a lot. It's a lot of like you know overusing, using the shoulders a lot, and using the you know you're jumping a lot too. So um, cool. So um, I kind of wanted to ask you if you had a, any time to think about this. Like, so you know I always think about just from my my business standpoint, what I would have done differently, or like in my career, or whatever. Um, you know, is there anything like from your training, like? from a training perspective, whether it be like volleyball or even in the strength conditioning kind of thing that you would maybe would have done differently or wanted to do when, uh, when you were playing that might've prepared you a little better. I think, um, I don't know. I, I don't think I have, like, I wouldn't go back necessarily and change, change anything, but if I could have like added some things, I would say, I mean, I do. It's funny. I laugh because you said what we did that like senior year, I feel like, if you look at a picture of me, my junior year of high school to my senior year of high school, I completely changed. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I, I'm still going to physical therapy for my shoulder. And it's like, I feel like I just like gained muscle too quickly. And like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but. It was that um, Texas method. That was. <laughs> yeah, literally. I guess we'll, we're going to call it that. Um, but if I could have added things, I would think just like. I should be doing more I should have done more maintenance during the season and like you know I worked hard really really hard with you during the summer and then I would go off to school and the training like aspect of it was there but I just don't think I ever like I didn't stretch enough I never iced like and now I mean I felt it then but I'm feeling it still <laughs> I don't so yeah. like I still I'm going to get my shoulder dry needled as if I was Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I remember your, you had trouble like getting your arms overhead. Um, that's funny because, uh, I, I remember that now. Um, no, that's, I think that's awesome advice actually, because most people probably don't put enough emphasis on that. Um, and especially when they're like younger too, you know what I mean? Cause it, it was even like fairly, you know, it was, um, you know, like your sophomore, junior year where you were starting to get those issues too, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Um, Cool. Um, I think that's uh, that's good advice. Um, so here's one thing I wanted to ask you too is like, so I've seen this kind of go both ways. We're like, um, so obviously you were working with me a lot. And then during school, I remember you would call me and be like, yeah, um, I'm doing, I think you were doing like a spin class or something, but you were kind of keeping up with your fitness and stuff, which is cool. Um, so after you were done, were you like, were you like, man, I really need to keep this competitive edge and I really want to get into something? Or were you like, I need a little break? Like, how did that go? Uh, so four years later um it's funny because i would say 
like I crave working out. I, I do. And I think it's, it's hard to, when you say competitive edge, like, I don't think I can go to the gym by myself and just like go work out. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, I've tried doing like some spin classes or just different things. Um, but it's just something about being in a gym with other people doing it. Cause like, why else? I don't know. It's just a competitive atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, the main thing I would say for me is just time. Like I am, I'm in school, I'm student teaching and coaching. Like I literally don't have time. Right. And I wake up at five o'clock. Like if I wanted to get up any earlier, I'd have to get up at three o'clock to like work out. Um, which I'm not going to do because right. my insanity, but, um, once I start working out or if I do work out, I remember like, well, that feels good. Like I, I am a happier person when I do that. So right now still, still trying to figure that out and fit it in somewhere. Cool. You should come to our 5am class on, uh, at Concord. I wish I could, but I have to be at school oh. at what? 630. Oh, that's perfect. That's 630. Look at that. I, sh- I actually shower Alex. Like I have to go in, you know, <laughs> Just wait till we get showers over here. Well, this whole thing was just a ploy to get you back in the gym, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> how's how's it going? It's going good. Not good so not good so far. Um. Um. So, do you ever like struggle? This I should ask you this before, but do you ever struggle like from a coaching perspective of like trying to think of like you're almost being too much of like a role model, and, but also trying to be yourself? Because like I kind of struggle with that a little bit where you know you almost want to be like super professional and like too much of a role model especially when you're dealing with like kids you're it you know which when i train a lot of kids that age too um but also like still like kind of being yourself in that um do you kind of struggle with that is that something that you've thought about or um i was i mean there's definitely a fine line like it's right now i'm a lot more cautious of things like everything that i do um but it's important to be yourself like if i I can't not be intense. Like, that's who I am. Like, I'm not a rainbows butterfly person. I've learned to adapt. Like, I know that you have to do that with some personnel. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would say, I'll give you an example. This was last night, and I'm not, not my proudest moment. But <laughs> we were playing Chardon, um, and they were winning. Like, they were, they were going to win. It was very obvious. And I was very frustrated. Um, with the refs, with my players, and I threw my clipboard on the ground. Um, not my fault. It had a really bad bounce. It ended up bouncing all the way, hitting the ref, and I got yellow carded. Um, but like we were down, it was like twenty five to ten. So like there was no, there was no need to be like that upset. Yeah. Um, so I would say like that was a time where I was like, I preached to them, be first class, be first class. And then I was not, like, I was pouting. I literally yeah. pouted and threw my clipboard. So I wasn't <laughs> being first class. So I went into practice today um, and apologized and just said, like, I'm, that's hypocritical. You can't, I can't tell you to be first class when. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, that is a little bit of me. So yeah, I think balance between it. I think I remember one time you ripped the shower curtain down or something in the locker room after IUP or something like that, after an IUP game. Yeah, there's been a couple incidents, but that was that was one. <laughs> nice, that's cool. Um, so, like, if someone wants to like 
like it's cool that you are a um, a volleyball coach in high school and and the experience that you went through in like college and stuff like that. So like, because I, I I talked to a lot of, of girls that they want to play. They say they want to play in college, you know, and obviously they're. Generally, like your sophomore, junior year, you do before you get to the social stuff. But, um, you know, what's kind of like some advice you have for them about like, hey, I want to take, you know, I'm not sure if I can play at the next level, but I really want to at least try. I would say my biggest advice is just if you want to play at the next level, like you really have to want to play. It doesn't matter if you're going one, two or three. Um, It's going to be a time commitment. It's going to be kind of like you said, a job, but if you enjoy it and that's what you want to do, it's, it's worth it. Like you'll get everything out of it. Um, kind of like you're saying, they don't know if they can play. You just have to want to play. Like you can find a place to play. Um, I mean, there's, I'll tell you, there's schools that we played against that was, were worse than a high school team I played. So not to say that, you know, but I'm just saying there's a spot for anyone who wants to play, but you have to put in the work to be there. Um, coaches aren't going to reach out to you. Like, you're going to have to reach out to coaches. Um, utilize your resources. Like, if you have a high school, if you're playing in high school, have your high school coach reach out to them. Have your travel coach reach out to them. Um, that stuff's important, but overall just you know, make sure that you want to do it. Like, you have to really love it. I've seen people who are, like, half in or half out saying, like, yeah, I don't know. They end up going, you know, to an IUP, not liking it, and then transferring to an Ohio State. So yeah, everybody has their their path, but if you want to play, you know, make sure that you do. Nice. Um, all right, cool. So we got through all that. So, um, all right, so... I know that you can't do it during the season, but do you have any interest in coaching the 6 a.m. class Monday, Wednesday, Friday after the season's over? See, I just wouldn't be able to. <laughs> but the whole time thing is really, really what gets me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I appreciate your honesty. Um, cool. So, All right, so I think I trained you for, like, whatever, six, seven years, whatever it was. All right, is there, like, anything that you remember that was, like, a funny story that people would um, appreciate on here? Oh, yeah. I just told this the other day. <laughs> um, I forget why I told this story because I think I was at practice and it was, like, dead silent. And somebody said, like, did you just fart? <laughs> and, Alex, I'll never forget. It was, you know, because I would come at, like, I think I got out of school at, like, 12. So I would be there by, like, 1230 or, like, before anyone else got out of school. Yeah. So it was just me and you. And it was, like, pretty silent. I think there was, like, music <laughs> squatting, of course. I mean, I think you might have even been videoing. And I was, I went down, and I farted, and I just was like, oh, my God, that is so <laughs> And I just told that story the other day. I think, I think I was, I was hoping you were going to tell this one, because I think there was one time when, like, I farted, and I don't even think, like, I didn't, it didn't make a noise or something, and you looked over at me, and you're like, did you fart? And I was, like, so embarrassed. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I needed that well that done, so... But yeah, there we go. We're on the same page with the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, you'll never. Well, we'll never forget the uh, broken skull uh, challenge. Um, we did like a thirty-minute workout, and I had you climb the rope at the end, like that show, uh, uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin show. Sometimes I think you would just make me do stuff just because you knew I would do it, and it was like you're like, okay, 
do this, do this, and then climb a rope. But I'm like, okay, I guess I'm climbing the rope. It was tough to just get like uh, to get some uh, Instagram likes or whatever. That was that was <laughs> that was a lot of it. And then I knew you would do it. I'm like, oh, this is like this is stupid. I'll give me some Instagram likes. Oh, Jess will do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you went. Um, um, so you went from the downtown job. Now you got a white picket fence and a house and will be in that. So um, when are you guys getting married? Do you know yet? Have you guys that's picked? A good question. That's that's the unknown. <laughs> That's it, huh? <laughs> That's all I got. I, all right, well, we'll tell them to listen to this. Uh, what do you, um, what have you been doing for fun lately? Like, where do you guys like to go eat? What's your favorite place? Um, so we live close to downtown Willoughby. I would say we definitely go to Wild Goose a decent amount. Um, other than that, I mean, we, it's like, I usually don't even get home until 8 o'clock. It's already dark. Like, I have a, I feel like I'm on a, a hamster wheel. Um, but we do things here and there. Like we actually played in like a, have you ever been to Mulberry's downtown? Yeah. I watched you play actually in high school. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we played in like a glow in the dark volleyball tournament on my day off from volleyball. We decided to play volleyball. Um, but I would say in general, like eating wise downtown will be somewhere. Yeah. Down there a lot. Um, and then what's, uh, Brett do? For his job again, he's got like he's got a pretty cool uh, gig, doesn't he? Yeah, so he works for the Cavs, um, and he's an event planner. So he does all their like game day events. Um, they're doing a lot of their group stuff. So like, if there's people that buy tickets to the games, they have an opportunity to do like a group event as well. Um, so he runs like you know all that fun stuff. Nice, and so then. Anytime, we do something, he, I push it off on him, he plans the events. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> um, so, and then, does he do, like, some kind of uh, videography or something? Yeah, so he, that's, that's just a hobby of his, but he has been, so he got a drone, and he's been shooting some, like, commercial videos for buildings, so, like, if people are looking to lease buildings, and then... I recruited him to be the volleyball Riverside volleyball hype man, so he does <laughs> hype videos for for us too, which that's, is cool. That's awesome, cool. So how do they find him? I'm just getting your, I'm just plugging him right now. That's all. He has, oh gosh, let me pull it up. His name for that stuff is B Productions. Um, he has an Instagram if you look up B Productions, and also has a Facebook. So. Anyone is interested, they can check them out on Instagram or Facebook. Awesome. There it is. There you have it. It was just one long advertisement, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, we just had to go through that just to get to that. Um, cool. So I um, just wanted to say, Jess, I, um, so like I look back at my career now and I had like, you know, I've been coaching for about 12 years now. Uh, done a lot of cool things, but I'll always remember that you were kind of the first kid that I really... Uh, you kind of let me, you know, train you like every day. Um, and it really helped my career out just because, uh, you know, I was able to kind of test out some things on you and you were like my guinea pig. Um, so I always appreciate you. And I, it's pretty cool to watch you now, you know, when you were coaching or you were playing at Riverside and then, you know, fast forward, it's not even that long ago and now you're the head coach. So it's pretty cool for me to see. And, um, I appreciate your friendship and you always, um, being, you know, you always helping me out, um, like in the summer, you bring the girls up for like a team building thing. It's super fun for me. So 
I really love uh, staying connected and stuff like that. And it's awesome. It's definitely cool on the flip side of things to see. Not that I love that you work with men or volleyball, but <laughs> it's cool. I mean, the soft, like softball teams, the volleyball teams, just how much you've grown. And I'm glad that you're not putting them through the Texas workouts or whatever <laughs> I did have the softball team pull my truck. I don't know if you saw the video I put up there, but yeah, that was that was definitely like in the the broken skull gauntlet. <laughs> All right, well, you taking some time. I know you're busy, and um, you taking time out of your day. I really appreciate it, and I'm sure there's some helpful information. Um, and then you know, last thing is, if you how do they how does somebody get a hold of you, like um, like a volleyball player or something that wants to um, get in touch with you? Uh, we have nine people that listen to this podcast. I don't think you want uh, your number handed out to that many people. So, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll follow you. Just follow you on uh, like at Jess Merritt or whatever. Is that your Instagram? I can't. I cannot remember. Yeah, yeah, Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. Awesome, cool. Appreciate it, Jess. Yeah.